Hey guys, Gordon here. I just want to take a second and thank you for downloading our episode, listening to our episodes, sharing our episodes, tagging us on social media and helping us grow our mission. It means everything to me. And from here uh, to continue growing where we're at, please consider throwing us a small donation just to help grow the mission, support the team, support the infrastructure and continue to build the Permafit name. Thank you all so much. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. What is up, guys, and welcome to the Strength of Body and Mind podcast. My name is Gordon. I'm going to be your host, and this is episode 93, and I'm really excited to talk about today's topic of conversation because this is probably going to, for most of you, open up a little bit more understanding around why some people are able to go through a transformation or achieve their fitness objective, whatever that is, lose the weight that they want to lose build the body that they want to build and why others cannot. And we're going to explore the four phases of transformation. Now, it's important that when I say the word transformation, that you understand really what I'm talking about. So I'm going to give that some context. For some people, a transformation is what a lot of people immediately think of when they hear that word. It's something massive, something grandiose, something that's like magazine cover worthy, right? Like 180 pounds and of weight loss and went from a diabetic to a non-diabetic, like something massive. Like that is one example of a transformation, but that's not really what I mean when I say transformation. Like, sure. Yes, that falls under that category. But for a lot of people, for most people, actually, transformation is much, much, much smaller in magnitude from an exterior point of view even though the interior magnitude might be exactly the same. So let me explain. For you, your transformation might be you need to lose 30 pounds. All right, doesn't sound that sexy when you say it. It doesn't sound huge. It doesn't sound like it has a hook to it, right? But for you, that 30 pounds might be 30 pounds that you've been carrying around for 20 years or 18 years or even 10 years or even five years. And it is day by day, dragging you down mentally. It is taking you to a place where you are no longer as confident as you were before. You no longer believe in what you can achieve. You can no longer believe what you can achieve is as high as it was before. You no longer have as much self-worth as you did. You no longer feel comfortable around the people that you once felt comfortable around. And it starts affecting other areas of your life. Okay, the number is insignificant. The number is insignificant. So for you, again, that might be 30 pounds. It might be 20 pounds. And as my good friend Dan Holguin pointed out, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be any significant number like that. It can be one pound. Okay, that can create so much momentum in your life just going through that, that, small, that small change. Okay, and again, it can be large. And for a lot of people, it's going to be somewhere in the middle. It's not going to be one pound. It's not going to be 180 pounds. It's going to be somewhere in the middle. So I can tell you this, when most people who come to work with me get to talking and we get to goal setting, most of the time, the, 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 the target weight loss is somewhere between 20 and 60 pounds, somewhere in there. All right. So we can average that between 40 and 50 and that's fine. Um, 
some people have come to me and they've needed to lose over a hundred and some people have come to me and they've really only needed to lose about 10 or 15, somewhere in that range. And that's fine. Again, the number is insignificant. So when I say the word transformation, just have it in the back of your mind that I'm really talking about the number that is relative to that person. Okay. And all the stuff in the background, that's where the real transformation takes place. And if you don't understand that quite yet, that's okay. Some, uh, sometime down the road you will. Um, so as a, as a coach and a trainer, when I talk to people, when I mention the word transformation, what I'm really talking about to that person, because the way I perceive the word transformation is 99% of that is done on the back end. It's done on the internal. Okay. It's a lot of mindset. It's a lot of belief. It's a lot of habit forming. It's a lot of routine building. It's a lot of understanding what is capable and achievable and what isn't. Things like that. All stuff that is not able to be exteriorly or externally measured or externally observed. Right? These are all things that take place on the inside. And any good coach and any good trainer is going to say the same thing. That is what they see transformation from. That That's how they view it. That's how they... Um, that's when they, when they think transformation, they always, they always see it as an internal mechanism. Okay. So today I'm going to go over the four phases of transformation. Okay. And, um, these are the four phases that I've seen over and over and over again. And I haven't just seen these in other people who I've coached and trained over the years, but these are also the same four phases that I have experienced. Okay. So I've been down this road. I understand this in and out, through and through. I understand this more than most people you will talk to, okay? Uh, because I have I have lived it, and then I have coached it, and I have trained it, and I have taught it over and over and over again. So let's jump right in. Okay, phase one. This is the initial progress phase. Okay, this is a mindset shift and strategy phase. Okay, the initial progress phase and the initial progress phase typically ranges from like seven to 14 days. It's that first week to two weeks. So when someone starts really deciding to take control and, and, and take over and really do this thing for real, meaning go through their transformation, whatever it is, they really start with this first two weeks and then everything after two weeks changes. All right, it's that first week to two weeks. And so the mindset shift and the strategy shift that change um, from, from where they are when they started is what really kicks off crazy momentum. And this first two weeks, guys, this is where people typically see rapid growth. Now, it's not the period where they see the most growth, but it's the period where they see rapid growth, meaning if they are trying to lose fat, burn body fat, this is where they start to see this weird, so if you understand exponential curves, right, it's a, it's like this, this constantly growing curve. Uh, this is where people experience growth that looks parabolic or, or exponential. It starts to grow a little bit more and more and more every day and starts to shoot towards the sky. Um, so if you're like visualizing a graph like I am, uh, it's a curve that, you know, it starts off, it's not a line, it's a curve, it starts off kind of slow and then starts to have upward trajectory, uh, it just goes and goes and goes. So anyway, this initial progress phase, this is where people go from the, the mindset that they had before, which is how the hell did I get here? I'm stuck here. I've put on 35 pounds. I've carried this 35 pounds for three years. 
I'm wearing bigger jeans than I've ever worn my entire life. I can't stand to take my clothes off in front of my partner. I feel so not confident about my body. I hate the way everything feels on me. I hate the way my seatbelt in my car feels on me. I hate the way all these things feel on me. I hate the way I, I hate the way I feel when I sit on the couch to watch TV with my wife or my husband or my kid or whatever, right? They go from that place and also at the same time, while they're thinking those things, they're also thinking, I don't even know what to do, right? In, in, at a high level, yes, I know I need to work out and I know I need to eat better, but I don't really know what to do. What do I do? What do I start with? Yes, I can go to the gym, but what the hell do I do when I get there? What's going to get me the most results? Is it going and using a, a treadmill? Is it going and using a, a bike for an hour a day, every day? Is it me going and lifting weights? And if so, how am I doing like bicep curls? Am I doing pull-ups? Am I doing, what am I doing? Crunches. And they're sitting there and they're spinning their wheels on the strategy. And same thing with food. They're sitting there thinking, okay, I know I need to eat better, but what does that really mean? Should I eat nothing but fruits and vegetables? Should I eat chicken? Uh, this guy says chicken's bad. This guy says chicken's good. Should I eat um, steak? I mean, Gordon's over here telling me I can eat whatever I want and still lose weight if I do it right. But what the hell does that even really mean? And I'll get to that in a minute, by the way. You know, so, so the strategy part is also the big shift. So in that initial progress phase, those two things, the mindset shift and the strategy start to become clear. Okay. They start to become clear. And again, this is where people see rapid growth. Now, before I move on to phase two, I want to touch on something that I mentioned there. I, t I mentioned the strategy and I mentioned how someone like me is proclaiming things like this. You can still eat pizza. You can still eat chocolate. You can still eat other things that you love and still get massive results. Now I say this because it's the truth. Okay. But there's a lot of nuances to that. There's a lot of semantics a lot around that. And there's a lot of details that make that possible. Okay. And the reason that I can't really paint that picture specifically on how much to eat and when and all that for you is because you, whoever you are listening, you know, I'm talking to everybody here are different from everybody else. And the strategy of how to deploy that is going to be different for every single person. Literally every single person is going to be different because we are all fundamentally different. So what I can do and what I, what I'm, how, what I, how I'm able to eat and when I'm able to eat is very different from someone else who has even a similar bone structure and a similar uh, body type as me and a similar body fat percentage and all that. Like how we do things is going to be very different. And the person who is 100 pounds overweight and the person who's 30 pounds overweight are going to be very different. And then the last part here, guys, that it is not going to be very clear to most of you is that if there are two people that look very similar and they're both 40 pounds overweight, okay, they're both 240 pounds and they need to be 200 to be considered a healthy BMI for their, their height and everything and their skeleton structure, that what they eat to get to what they need to eat in order to get to their objective is not going to be the same. Now, there, there might be similarities, but it's not going to be the same. So I can't, I, I would be doing you a disservice if I came on here or I went on a Facebook live or something or on, on any social media and said, here, eat literally this every single day. Okay. And you can eat this much pizza and you can eat this much chocolate and all this. 
And if I did that to you and you went and followed that, I can almost guarantee you it wouldn't work. Okay. I can almost guarantee you it wouldn't work because that is a one size fits all type of application. And like I say all the time on this podcast and in all my social media, there is no such thing as a one size fits all meal plan. And there is no such thing as a one size fits all workout plan or training plan. Okay. So I'm telling you two things. One, yes, it is very possible regardless of whatever state that you're in, that you can still eat things that you love and lose fat at a rapid pace and achieve the body of your dreams. That's one. Two, the reason I don't give you the strategy and the recipe is because it is very different for every single person and I would be doing you a disservice if you followed some blanket one-size-fits-all thing. Okay, I hope that is perfectly clear. So again, just to recap, phase one, initial progress includes a mindset shift and a strategy shift. And this is typically where people see rapid growth. Okay, now after phase one, this is where we move into into phase two. This is the second phase of transformation. And this is what I like to call moving along. Okay, and this is where people continue to make steady, yet in most cases, exponential progress. Okay, so it's steady meaning it's consistent day after day after day, things continue at the same pace, but that pace is exponential. And this is typically where people see their, like an uptick in, in growth from where they were um, in phase one. And that when I say growth, I really mean progress and, and rate of fat loss and rate of muscle development and things like that. And this is where they see their highest level of success. Okay, now phase two typically occurs between two weeks and the, the end point of this is relative to where their, their goal really is. So I'm just going to keep using this 40-pound example. If someone is 40 pounds overweight, those first two weeks, it wouldn't be uncommon to lose between two and four pounds, maybe even five pounds. Okay, now that sounds really high to some of you, and that's okay. Um, a lot of that might be... Um, It might be inflammation. There might be a reduction in salt in their diet. Um, It might be true body fat loss. It could very well be. It could be a whole bunch of different things. But um, regardless, two to five pounds, two to four pounds, somewhere in there is very common in those first two weeks. And then from four weeks on, or from, excuse me, from two weeks on is where people see tremendous growth and tremendous change. And that's when things really start clicking. And I would expect someone who is, is really firing along and has a lot of things in, in order and they are hardworking and they're very coachable and they're following a strategy to a T and they're, they're making the adjustments that are necessary, that they're based on the data that their, their coach sees or that they see or whatever, and they're executing everything normally, I would expect them to lose anywhere from a half a pound to one and a half pounds per week. Okay, somewhere around the one pound number per week for a while. And then here's the thing, though. Here's the caveat to this that throws a lot of people off. If they are if they, if they were in a place where they had metabolic damage going into this, then all these numbers are going to be different. If they are in a position now where they are lifting heavy weights, maybe they had a lot of weightlifting experience when they were younger and they haven't done it in 10 years, but they still have that base foundation and now they're getting back into it and they're lifting weights again and they're moving up in weight very quickly, um, you know, weight that they lift. If they're moving up in the amount of weight that they're lifting quickly, then they might be putting on muscle mass 
at a very rapid pace, okay? So even though they might be losing uh, a pound of body fat per week, like for a period of time, they may also be, be putting on a quarter of a pound or a half a pound of muscle mass. I mean, I know that sounds really low to some of you, and I know that sounds really high to some of you, but you have to remember people who are going from a cold start, meaning they haven't done a lot in five, eight, 10 years, you know, they're basically starting from scratch and their body is going to be changing so quickly to adapt to the new levels of stress, meaning physical stress, meaning resistance training and the new levels of, um, of, of proper nutrition in their body. They're going to be reacting to that. The body's going to be reacting to that so quickly that the change is going to be very, 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 very fast. So this is where people see uh, a lot of body fat reduction, you know, like a pound a week on average and a lot of muscle mass development if they're lifting weights and doing resistance training. And by the way, everybody should be doing some form of resistance training, just saying. Um, so that's phase two. Okay. And this is where everyone's happiest. This is where, when I talk to my clients, they are, they're beaming every single day. I talk to them. They're like, Hey, I'm down another pound or whatever. You know, I can, I'm flexing in the mirror and I'm seeing this, you know, this vein, or I'm seeing this part uh, this definition on my arm or this definition on my shoulder or whatever. And they're, they're super excited about it. It's awesome. And that's, those are the days uh, that I, that I definitely <laughs> love my job. Um, I won't say more so, but the, it just makes me smile. I love getting that positive feedback from my clients when they're in that phase and they're just, they're firing along and they're making tremendous progress. And I see it every day, which is awesome. So, so that's cool. So phase three, all right, let's talk about phase three. This is where <laughs> in the back end, people make the most development, but in the front end, it seems like they struggle the most, okay? And this is landmines and plateaus, landmines and plateaus. And really what this is, is overcoming obstacles that slow us down. Because after phase two, and by the way, phase two, it's gonna go on for a little while, in most cases, three, four months, right? Sometimes a little less, but three, four months is typically uh, maybe two to four months, somewhere in that range is typically where people are on this consistent fat loss, consistent muscle growth um, phase, and, and everything's going great. And then their body starts to adapt. Okay, now a good coach will obviously change things to the point where they aren't able to adapt too much. But adaptation is going to happen regardless, the body's going to get used to having some sort of daily abuse or some sort of um, some sort of gym time, resistance training, three, four or five days a week, whatever it is. So it's going to get used to that. So even if you change workouts and you introduce things like progressive overload and all that, the body's still going to be used to the fact that it's under tension and under load over and over and over again. So anyway, landmines and plateaus is what happens after phase two. And this is where, again, people start to experience slowdowns and they start to hit plateaus. Now, when I say plateaus, that could be a fat loss plateau. So they've been, they've been cutting um, body fat at roughly, let's just say again, a pound per week average for the last three months. They might start, that might start to slow down after three months. Okay. So they might be doing the same stuff. They might be doing, they might be following a caloric deficit. They might be hitting certain macros. They might be being, um, they might, be eating to a, a protein rich diet and all these things, right? And getting plenty of sleep and drinking plenty of water and getting plenty of vitamins and all that stuff. And they might still hit that 
that plateau. And there are things that uh, the people can do to kind of break through those, but it's not going to send them back to phase two types of results and growth. It's just not going to happen. So a lot of times you'll need to do things like a refeed day or or something or a reverse diet for a period of time or something like that, uh, which is kind of a high level strategy and one of those things, a high level tactic. And and one of those things will help them break through the plateau a little bit and start to accelerate results. But again, it's not going to get them back to phase two development and phase two rate of loss or phase two rate of fat loss or phase two rate of muscle development. It's just not the body's too used to it at this point. And then same thing when I say landmines, I'm really talking about uh, people falling, falling into certain um, habits and cycles and routines that seem like a good idea. And maybe they were working at one point, but they fall into them and they commit to them unknowingly for a period of time when it's really not the optimal thing for that person to be doing. That's a landmine. And people fall into these all the time. And it's not something that's immediately going to backfire. But when they sit there in this and they start, they keep spinning their wheels on the same strategy that was working three months ago, and they feel like it's a good idea, they end up making zero progress. And it's a very common thing. And that's both nutritionally and in resistance training and in cardio training and in all, all different types of, of all, actually it's all aspects of this, all aspects of transformation have potential landmines. So, uh, landmines and plateaus and navigating those things is really phase three. Now, this is where I would actually argue, um, and I said this earlier, the most development can be made. Okay. This is where people usually fall off. All right. This is because people, again, they make really, really, if they can get themselves into phase one, chances are they can stick through phase one and phase two. Almost everybody can do that. If they're seeing consistent results week after week after week after week, then, and they've gotten a a few weeks into it, they can usually become addicted to that to the point where it can carry them through those first few months and they can make amazing results. But here's where the real shit happens in phase three. This is where toughness, like mental toughness becomes a thing. And this is where most people can't get through, all right? It's the grittiness that's required to get you through the hard times. Now, I want to also explain real quick that not everyone uh, has the same results that I just explained for phase one and phase two. Not everyone has that. Some people lose weight a little slower. And again, that could be because, I know I mentioned this earlier, metabolic damage. That could be because of a million different reasons. But some people just don't lose fat at the same rate. Okay, And there, there might be some delayed rapid fat loss kind of down the road, but getting someone's body optimized for fat loss is going to be very different person to person to person. So you might not experience that one pound per week fat loss in those first couple months and yet still hit landmines and plateaus at the same time, like within a couple of months. So let's just say you were only losing like um, a pound every two weeks. Okay. Something like that, which is, I know it's on the lower end of the range that I give that I gave, which was a half a pound per week, but let's just, that's, that's slower, right? Than most. So let's just say you were losing a pound every two weeks or, or a pound every two and a half weeks. Okay. And then, you know, that's going along consistently. Great. And you're, you're happy with the results. Great. And then all of a sudden that slows down. And instead of losing a pound every two and a half weeks, you're losing a pound a month and you're feeling really bad about that. Okay. 
um, this is where the grittiness takes over or has to take over in order to get you through because obviously things aren't working. And yes, you can change up your strategy. You can change up progressive overload. You can introduce um, hit cardio or something. You can change your diet quite a bit. You can introduce refeed days and stuff like that. You can do all that. And, 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 and one of those things will probably have a positive effect for you. Um, but those things aren't overnight. Okay. Those things don't, it's not like popping a pill and it's done. Those, all those strategies I just talked about, those take a couple of weeks just to start to see results, right? You need to test all of them and a good coach will test those things. And those, those landmines and plateaus, they all take mental grittiness to get through because it's hard because you're not seeing results every day. You're doing this thing over and over and over again and it's taxing mentally because you're not seeing the result over and over again like you were before. So it starts to piss you off and then you start to see people around you that are doing other things, that are eating junk food and whatever and you start to question yourself, you start to go down the spiral mentally of questioning yourself, questioning your actions, questioning what you're doing all this for, questioning why you're putting yourself through so much pain mentally and or physically and you start to forget why you started this in the first place. And then that is one of the things that makes people go off the rails and off course and cheat on their diet and, and stop working out. And next thing you know, they're another a month later or two months later, they've abandoned ship and they're back to where they were, right? They're eating all the same stuff they used to eat. They forgot why they started this in the first place. And they essentially threw away a lot of the progress that they made. And I hate seeing this. It's really sad. <laughs> it really is. And um, at the same time, though, the people that can make their way through this, these, these plateaus and they can navigate through the landmine filled fields and they can get through this, those are the people that end up almost invincible at the end, okay, because they've experienced it and they've survived it. And it's, it's, it's the hardest part and also the best part because, again, once you get through this, you have experienced so much and you have learned so much about yourself and your toughness and what you can handle and what it really takes to master and control your body for real that when you get through it, you are, you've basically graduated to the level of someone who can do this over and over and over again for the rest of their life and never actually become, uh, again, the person that needed to go through a transformation. Okay. So, so that's phase three landmines and plateaus. Um, and then once you do get through this, this is the fourth phase and this is the best, the, the best phase. This is, this is the phase that everyone wants to experience. And this is freedom. Okay. This is the culmination of all your hard work. This is freedom. Now transformation has a huge reward at the end. Okay. Now, and obviously everyone thinks that it's fat loss and it's muscle gain. Great. All that stuff is true, but there's a huge, a much, much bigger reward at the end that most people just don't understand. Okay. And it's, it's this freedom that I'm talking about. It's a higher metabolism for one, meaning you can eat things more regularly that you couldn't eat before and still hold on to your results and still continue to move forwards towards different goals. Okay. Um, you also have a much greater and deeper understanding of your own body, right? That is a huge reward that is very hard to teach through any other method other than experience or demonstration. 
So the only way to really understand how your body works and really understand how to take care of your body for real is to go through a process where you do things like this and learn what your body likes and doesn't like and learn firsthand what your body does with certain things and what it does with other things. Okay. And this allows one of the best gifts of all, one of the best rewards of all, which is intuitive eating and nutritional freedom. Now, what do I mean by intuitive eating and nutritional freedom? If you follow my social media, you might hear some contradictory things about these things, okay? Intuitive eating, I am not a fan of intuitive eating until you go through this process. Intuitive eating is the the process of eating things intuitively, meaning you go to your refrigerator, you pull out something, you eat it, and then intuitively as you're eating it, as you're looking at the food that you're eating, you know roughly how much protein's in it, you know roughly how much uh, fat is in it, how many carbs are in it, you know the source of those nutrients, and you know what your body's doing with it, and you know how much of it you can have intuitively, just by looking at it, just by feeling it in your body. Now, people cannot do that until they've gone through this process. I will swear by that up and down forever. You cannot do that until you've tested foods, until you've tested what four ounces of this feels like in your body, what uh, 100 grams of this feels like in your body. Until you do that, and you've done that for an extended period of time, and you've seen what kind of results your body uh, gives as 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 a byproduct of doing that, you cannot experience intuitive eating and practice it practically and still get the results that you want. I'm, a, I'm just a true believer of that and <laughs> you're not gonna be able to change my mind, I promise. But um, when you get through this, guys, when you get through phase four, when you get through the landmines and plateaus, you now achieve, you transcend almost to this new level, okay? This nutritional freedom, this, the, the culmination of all your hard work is the transformation at the end and the transformation really is in your mindset and your beliefs and your ability to embrace intuitive eating and nutritional freedom, okay? So there's a saying that um, I learned when I, I read a book recently, uh, a little while ago, and the book was called... Um, um, ownership, extreme ownership, sorry, (laughs) extreme ownership. I could edit that out, but I'm not going to extreme ownership. And the author is um, a Navy SEAL named Jocko Willink and his partner, who is also a Navy SEAL, Leif Babin. Okay. And in that book, they talk about discipline and they talk about how discipline equals freedom. And they explain what that really means in a battlefield context. And they explain what that means in a business context, but nothing is more true than those exact words, uh, discipline equals freedom in a nutrition and fitness and health context. Okay, so let me explain. When you go through this process, you are incredibly, you have to be incredibly disciplined in order to get through the process of transformation. Okay, there is no other way to get through transformation without extreme discipline. Okay, but by going through this process of, ex- of extreme discipline and learning how your body works and being disciplined about it, you transcend to a state of freedom that is otherwise impossible to achieve. I need you to understand that. You transcend to a, a level of freedom that is otherwise impossible to achieve. The only way to get there is through regular, consistent discipline. Okay, I'm talking about discipline in weighing your food or measuring your food, um, discipline in training, 
three, four, five days a week, whatever it is. And not just that, but what are you eating? And what are you training? And how are you training it? What level of intensity are you bringing? What, what level of focus are you bringing? Um, how many times are you reflecting mentally? Maybe you're journaling, maybe you're meditating, but how much time are you taking to reflect on what you're doing and why you're doing it? And putting yourself in a, a mindset to, to draw in the results that you want and things like that. If you are disciplined about those things over and over and over and over and over again, and you embrace that that discipline is going to get you where you want to go, that will give you true freedom. Okay. That will give you true freedom. You, that is how people build the body of their dreams. That is how people build the level of health of their dreams where they can go into the doctor and the doctor says, you look amazing. You, your, your heart sounds amazing. Your body sounds amazing. All your scans look great. No signs of any chronic disease. You're looking great, dude. You are a perfect example of what I want to see in everyone that comes through my office. You are the person that I would want everyone's kids to have as parents because you are demonstrating an amazing way of life and you are setting those kids up for a future of, of great health. Um, and this is also where you can get yourself into a place where you can enjoy your social life the right way. Okay. Um, you know, some of you now you hear me say stuff about social life and you might go out with your friends and you might have three or four or five drinks and you might think that that's, that's fine. That's great. You're having fun. You're enjoying life. Great. Yeah, I agree with you. But guess what? Those three or four or five drinks right now might not serve you the best way, right? Think about the state of your body. Think about the state of your health. Think about the state of your fitness. How much better would those three or four or five drinks be if you knew that they weren't contributing to the problem that you're currently living? Think about that. One of the things that you achieve as you go through transformation, as you achieve freedom, is the ability to set up your days and set up your weeks so that you can go through your everyday life. And then on Friday night or Saturday or whatever, you can go out with your friends and you can have a couple of drinks. Okay. And you can have, uh, I don't know, nachos or something, whatever. <laughs> and it won't throw off your progress and it won't derail you completely. Like, how much better would that be if you could enjoy the things in life that you want to enjoy? and still make the progress that you want to make. Because I'm telling you it's real. I'm telling you right now it's real. All it takes is the discipline to go through the phases of transformation in order to get there, okay? But I'm also telling you that most people don't have what it takes, okay? Most people don't have what it takes. And it's not because they don't have what it takes, it really, on, on, it's not that black and white, but what they're really missing is that they don't have the right strategy and they don't have the right mindset to get started, okay? And that's really it. It's not that they don't have the work ethic and it's not that they're not capable of the work ethic. It's just they don't have what it takes and they're not going to be able to find what it takes by surfing the internet, okay? Not really, anyway. So if you are one of these people and if you're unsure how to actually take your weight loss to the next level and how to get your fitness to where you want it to be and how to actually achieve this nutritional freedom, then I encourage you to go over to my website, gordonalight.com forward slash apply and apply to jump on a call with me, okay? It's totally free and in that call, we're gonna do a few things, but we're really gonna look at what's working right now for you, what's not working right now for you, what your goal is, how you have, have made progress towards that goal 
and what you need to do to make more progress towards that goal. Okay, we'll set you up with a complete game plan on how to get there. And if it turns out that you want to work with me, great. And chances are, I'd love to work with you too. And if it turns out that we're not a good fit for whatever reason, that's cool too, right? The call is still going to happen and you're still going to have one of the most impactful 30, 40, 45 minutes ever in your health and fitness by jumping on this call. So I encourage you to do that. Go over to gordonalight.com forward slash apply. And with that, guys, I'm going to wrap it up here. Thank you so much for your time. I hope this clicked and resonated with you. Uh, I do encourage you to share this with somebody. So if you have someone in your life that needs to hear these four phases of transformation and what they really mean and like what what they can expect when they're going through a transformation and what the things and obstacles that they should expect to experience, go ahead and share this with them on any form of social media. If you want, tag me. I'd appreciate it. And uh, with that, guys, I'm going to wrap it up right here. So again, also, if you did get value out of this, please go over to iTunes and leave me a rating and a review. I would appreciate that so much. So All right, guys, thank you again so much. And as always, train with purpose. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode. See you.